Welcome aboard episode number 60 of Thinking Logically, just two dads talking politics and culture. Joe, welcome to the Great Crusade. What's going on? Nothing much, man. Enjoying my little Tuesday here. Took a day off pretty much from the news yesterday. Spent it all day with the wife and kids and found out late last night, early this morning, that I have a lot to catch up on. Woo! We have a loaded show for y'all today. Um, loaded. Tons of stuff going on. Uh, how about this weather, Joe? When is it going to rain again? I don't know. I don't mind it, though, because I can't cut my grass for another two weeks. So the less t- times I have to have a neighbor do it, the better. <laughs> I mean, we're going on like two weeks without rain. This is extremely rare for this time of year. Uh, we got game, the game three tonight of the uh, NBA Finals, Series 1-1, or is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow, actually. I think it's tomorrow. I think it's Wednesday. So, great great NBA Finals, 1-1. The heat is on. Heat culture. We got ourselves a series. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's lead off with the biggest news of the day. That's not even on our sheet because it's literally just breaking um, not too long ago, and that is the PGA Tour is merging with Live Golf, the DP Tour, which is, for those of you that don't know, the European Tour. Joe, I thought the Live Tour was bad, and the Saudis were bad, and uh, you were complicit in 9-11 if you were on the Live Golf Tour. Joe, what is going on in sports? This is major, major news. This is going to shock some people hearing this for possibly the first time ever. But for the PGA, it was all about the money. <laughs> it had nothing to do really with with whatever you want to call it, social justice or 9-11 victims. Or anything. It was all about the money. And I think they got a little bit more nervous when uh, Brooks Kepka not only did he uh, finish, what, second in the Masters after dominating the first two, two three rounds, but he won, was it the PGA Championship a few weeks ago? Correct. Correct. So that put them in a, between a rock and a hard place. It's just, I hope it's obvious to everyone listening that it's all about the money. Nothing else. Yep. The first thing I thought of when I read this. So you're telling me, you're telling me that all the guys that left the PGA Tour and chase that almighty dollar on live golf that were basically castrated in, in, in U.S. sports media that were, you know, um, you know, looked at as evil, you know, the bad guys, they're just in it for the money. So you're telling me, Joe, that all these guys that left the PGA Tour that really got a bag, a bag full of money, that Saudi oil money, and they're, they're, they get to keep all that now, and the guys who stayed on the PGA Tour lost out on all that. That is unbelievable that those guys who, who remain loyal to the PGA Tour are now left with a lot less money than they could have had when all they had to do was just join Live Golf, and they would have been back back in the same place where they started. Did you see what Tiger Woods turned down, supposedly? $800 million. That's almost a full payment to Ukraine. 
that's, that's almost, one Ukraine this, aid package. That's almost one giant, one of them big giant checks you get after, like when Happy Gilmore would finish in like 30th place. That's just yeah. like one of the smaller checks that Ukraine get. Anyway, did you see, because we haven't talked about this at all. I don't know what you're going to say. Did you see the Donald Trump tweet from like, or the true social uh, thing from last year? I think it was like 11 months ago to the day. 10 months ago. 10 months ago. Donald Trump truthed. All of those golfers that remain, air quotes, loyal to the very disloyal PGA in all of its different forms will pay a big price when the inevitable merger with Liv comes and you get nothing but a big thank you from PGA officials who are making millions of dollars a year. If you don't take the money now, you will get nothing after the merger takes place and only say how smart the original signees were. Good luck to all and congratulations to really talented Cam Smith on his incredible win. That was last summer. Trump was right. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) This is major news. This is, I mean, people are shook at this news that the PGA Tour is merging with Live Golf. This fast. This not even, it hasn't even been a year, has it? This fast. There are different ways you could look at this. I mean, Live Golf really had no, their TV ratings were like non-existent. I think they're on the CW, something like that, you know? So no one was really watching Live Golf. Um, And I don't think they ever had a ton of sponsors either. Um, So this just... Let me make a point real quick. Like, but people in the Middle East were watching, right? They they were catering to 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 that audience a little bit, just like how Hollywood and the NBA and everyone else catered to China. Yeah, I, I don't understand how one's good and one's bad because they both have human rights abuses. <laughs> you can make an argument that on who's worse, actually, and what country is worse when it comes to yep. human rights. You absolutely can. There, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that the NBA is, is the worst organization than uh, – actually, I, I don't know that. The PGA did their, did their golfers very, very dirty here. Dirty. Didn't even no. tell them either. There's a players-only meeting, uh, or there was one today. Um, so, yeah, interesting. They threatened these guys with, with everything. I mean, they threatened – they had to get – did they force the COVID vaccine on the golfers? I don't even know. John Rom couldn't complete his round of golf two years ago by himself. Yeah. I mean, this is, we could go on and on, but this, the, the PGA folded and it was a money issue. They tried to stand up like it was social justice or 9 11 families. They should be embarrassed and they should have to apologize for using that. Yeah. As an so. so I think the, uh, the, then as we tie this one up, though, I think that they are going to form a new golf tour. Like it's not going to be called the PGA Tour anymore. Like, that's going to be over with. And it's going to be, I think, from what I understand, a completely new name. But there are really no details right now other than this merger is taking place. And probably the best part of it all is that that Netflix show, Full Swing, that came out. I don't know if you watched season one. Uh, they were kind of behind the scenes in the PGA Tour. If you haven't seen it, Joe, check it out. Anyone listening? Full Swing. They, they have been recording – this whole thing as it goes down. So this is going to be oh, part of the, on the Netflix um, season two of Full Swing. So we're going to get to see eventually uh, what happened behind the scenes. Are they going to continue with four rounds still? Because the live is just three rounds. They just do Friday, Saturday, yeah, Sunday. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. I think those are the details that no one really knows yet. Uh, you have 
that that question. Uh, Live Golf, well, they also wear shorts uh, on Live Golf, you know, and some of their tournaments are all across the world. So, who knows? I would but, like to see a bit of everything. For, maybe, maybe like the majors be like the four rounds that they usually are now, and then I would like to yeah. see a little bit more match play. So Yeah. Yeah, well, this we shall see. Up. I mean, have, have no, hire Noe as the commissioner and have him spice up some of the games. But... <laughs> All right, let's move on to our second topic of the day, and that is... This should have been the main topic. I want all of our listeners to know that you wanted, you wanted to lead off with golf whenever we should be yeah. focused on nothing else but, but pride. Nothing, yeah, we are, yeah. nothing but pride. The fact that the Middle Eastern countries in Live Golf somehow jumped in front of Pride Month is scary. We're, we're, weaponizing, we're weaponizing Live Golf. Uh, hey. We got to talk about it. Uh, all right, go ahead. And I know we have some stuff on Pride Month here, so take it away. It's just, it's, it's honestly, this topic's put me in a bad mood because we were talking about golf and it was fun. It's summer, and see, this is the shit I'm talking about. This is from, I think this is the DC Metro. Anyway, Metro Forward, some some Metro, in I think it is DC. Howdy! Don't miss the Children's Pride Parade this morning. Avoid traffic and parking rush by taking the Metro. Enjoy the fun, inclusive, and memorable event with babies, toddlers, and teens. This is a tweet from a verified account. Okay, what's the next one here? We're just going to burn through what's been on Twitter the last two or three days. The city of – this is from Sarah, Sarah Gonzalez on Twitter. The city of Dallas hosted a family-friendly pride festival. Many children were in attendance. Does this look family-friendly to you? And I can see some of the, the perpetual sisters of indulgence, whatever the hell they're called – I don't even know in the background the pride pins and half half these men aren't wearing clothes. They're wearing skippy outfits. Anyway, let's move on because our listeners can't see and I don't want to describe this. And ugh. next is from this is from Redux on Twitter. So ugh, just reading this makes me uncomfortable because I'm watching the video too. Are you watching these videos? Open these up and watch them with me, please. Two men performed a sex act in public as. BDSM flags were displayed during the quote-unquote family-friendly West Hollywood Pride Parade yesterday. A witness to the float informed Redux that there were children in attendance, and there are children in attendance, and they just got this dude, like like the, the, the guy from Pulp Fiction, Mr. Slave, or whatever the dude is from Pulp Fiction, just strapped to the back of a truck and, and whipping him. How, what, what is going on? What is going on with this stuff? Where where is this that this is just like normal? Someone sent me the one about West Hollywood. Um, I'm trying to find it here on one of your links. Oh my gosh. There's only thirty-eight of them. This would be something that in the education world, if we didn't report this for like the mandated reporter type of thing, you could be fired for this. You could lose your job for this. If you didn't, this, this would qualify under that umbrella of borderline sexual, sexual assault of children. This is insane. You, you may forget, but 
this this whole podcast was supposed to start the last week of June last year, and that was what the first episode was supposed to be, was focusing on this ridiculous pride stuff. And I remember I have it written down in my notes from somewhere on my phone about the vi- some of the videos I had. There was a guy, and he was a guy turned that turned to a woman because he had breast implants. The man had breast implants, and was walking around at the pride parade, and I believe it was Washington D.C. last year shirtless with his breast out granted it's a man but he has female tits with a sign that says sex work is work which i'm not sure what that has to do with with gay pride i I have no idea and there's children around and then there's an officer there he grinds on the police officer why is the man not arrested for indecent exposure it's just it's mind-blowing to me how it's just like who cares i know we can go on to more and more. I got another one here. This is from Tempe, Arizona. The first annual all-ages pride party featuring LGBTQ rappers performing songs about gay anal sex and converting straight men gay through sex acts to a crowd that included infants and children. LGBTQ adults can be seen dancing along with kids. Alcohol was sold. This is from Drew Hernandez on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, he's not lying. All ages, Pride Party, Joe. Oh, boy. I hope... Converting straight men gay through sex acts to a crowd that included infants and children. I hope LGBTQ you're watching this. Can be, I am watching this. This is... Okay, you better be. I mean, this is this is this is borderline sexual sexual assault. To expose children to this is it's criminal. It's it's right. It's, I know. Criminal, criminal's the word. This is this is kind of hard to wrap your head around. You wouldn't believe it unless you saw it. But I, I guess they could use the excuse like, hey, the, the the kid's parents brought them. So the parents are on the hook, maybe. I, I don't know who's on the hook, but someone needs to be on the hook. What, what's this stuff going to be like in a decade or two? If, if this, Mark, and everyone, listen closely. If this shit gets near my child, I promise you, I will paint the floor and walls with someone's corpse. Huh? I mean, two things, two comments. Number one, I was thinking about what you said on last episode. These people fought for this. They fought for this. And now we went from maybe a day to a week to they get a whole month. And the fact that they fought for this is, uh, is, is more than a lot, a lot of people, other people can say. Because we have a lot of other people right across the United States and across the world who are just laying down and letting this stuff happen. And letting themselves be walked all over, letting their civil rights be trampled over. You have to fight, and these people fought. And now look, this is this is where we're at. Number two, it's like it, it, it's like they're trying to normalize these things and normalize children being exposed to this type of stuff. Because I think the end game with all of this is normalizing pedophilia. I, there's really no other explanation. This, is, this has to be the end game for them. Normalizing pedophilia. 
they're going to have to fight again because, Mark, if I was gay and this stuff was being done in my name to children, I'd have to say, you know what? Hold on. I didn't I didn't fight for this. You know, I just thought guys butts were cute and just wanted to, to be with guys. I didn't want it on children. I didn't want this guy in all leather being drugged down Fifth Avenue, being whipped in front of kids. I didn't want that. I just, I don't sick, know. man. It's sick. It's, but you know, like we said last episode, I think that corporate America is starting to back down a little bit from the pride virtue signaling and the pride logos and all that stuff. It seems to me that it's a lot more subtle. Maybe, maybe I'm just becoming numb to it, but I feel like when, you know, we see Anheuser-Busch, Target, all the, all the companies we've mentioned before, lose tens of billions of dollars. That, that you know, it's, it's, it's like a wake-up call to every, all, the, all the other corporations out there that maybe we shouldn't, you know, be this over the top with stuff. It's not, like I said, it's not good enough just to be gay anymore. You have to be a trans child. That's almost like what they're celebrating this month. Crazy. I mean, you know what? Candace Owens was listening to her yesterday, and she was she had um, she played a couple audio clips from children who, years after the fact, regretted majorly regretted transitioning. You know, she was talking about she was showing videos of them pulling skin from their forearm and from their thigh to create a penis, which is like a bubble that they have to take these pills. I think it's like one a week for the rest of their lives that enable them to be, you know, a man. It's, it's just, it's just sad. It's sad that we're at this point. So, the, the, and, and the best, actually, the worst part is the penis won't even work after. No, nope. but... I mean, I mean, they, and then the one person said that if she wanted surgery to like, actually, like, I don't know, maybe implant a penis. I honestly don't know how it works. It was like $70,000 for the surgery. <laughs> That's not funny. And but... the pain you endure after all this. And for what? Because you think you're a man trapped in a, uh, or a female trapped in a man's body, or vice versa. I mean, what? I mean, again, we've we've said it before. If if you love someone of the same sex, okay, great. But to 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 push this transitioning stuff on children is absolutely sickening. I mean, how can you, how can you, how can you be old enough to get a tattoo or buy a pack of cigarettes or, or buy a pack of cigarettes? Or I should say you not be old enough to get a tattoo or buy a pack of cigarettes, but you could have surgery to, to change the sex of your body. It's insane. It's, it's amazing. And, and these doctors that, that are supposed to be have IQs of like 190, listen to the children. <laughs> like, they can make money off. What's going to happen in 20 years is we're going to have children say, I, I, I think I'm 
Tyrannosaurus Rex, and they're going to be removing mm-hmm. their 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 humerus bones, or their their not their yeah. forearms, the other bone, and having just little Tyrannosaurus Rex arms, yeah. and that'll be normal. But yeah. if I keep um, watching Sesame Street, Joe, I'm going to start identifying <laughs> as Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we're on the transgender, still let's every once in a while there's one of these stories that comes to the news and it, it's makes you say, what in the ever-loving fuck happened here? And I think this is New York. So, this is from Genevieve Cluck on Twitter. A woman has been arrested and is facing hate crime charges after objecting to a man in the women's locker room. When Sonia told Nana to use the men's facilities, he began to re- to record her in the restroom, and she tried to knock the camera out of his hands. He is now claiming to have PTSD and is seeking financial compensation so let me just wrap my head around this real quick mark if i'm wrong stop me but this man who is doing pretend play like a child would that he's a woman entered the woman's bathroom and was getting ready getting dressed for work and another employee who's a woman told her to get out and then the man began fil- began filming the woman and the woman's in trouble in the bath <laughs> this happened in the bathroom Oh, let me play the video. Let me play the video. This is the video of the the man, I guess. This trauma incident out of my head. Nana Manuel has faced hate before, but never thought it would happen at her workplace. I was in disbelief and shock. This is cell phone video from an incident inside a woman's locker room here at the MTA Eastchester about two months ago. As a woman says, after she finished taking a shower, she began to get dressed. When she alleges a fellow bus operator, Sonia Rivera, went on a verbal attack. What the f is this? Listening to me. She goes into her stall, bathroom stall, and from the first bathroom stall, she screams out, Turn that f- music off. This isn't a disco. You just got to hear who the f Okay, so it sounds like she had more of a problem with the music until she realized that this is actually a man standing next to me. And then the man started filming her. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. This would only happen in New York, by the way. Because you know there's people in New York who are, would be confrontational about something like this. Uh, so, all right, let's let's just get off pride. I have something that says "What is woke here?" I don't well, know well, well. Before we do that, I was watching the new the new uh, HBO show uh, last night, uh, The Idol. Um, it's from the creators of Euphoria, and it stars The Weeknd and I forget Johnny Depp's daughter's first name. Well, of course, you know they have the uh, within maybe ten minutes of the opening pilot episode. Of course, we have a transgender uh, actress in the show. So I was like, yeah, go figure. But carry it's on. Every, every show. It's every show. It's ridiculous. Anyway, let's, I'm not, I'm not going to read the what is woke stuff because I'm just, I'm over it. I'm, I'm exhausted. I got pride exhaustion. So let's you are move. not, a, you are the last person that's exhausted. You have more stamina than anyone I know when it comes to this stuff. I just, uh, I just can't do it with the pride anymore. I'm just, it's, it's killing me. It's, it's literally killing me. I, this I is a long, this is a long tweet. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I just don't know if I can get through 
the what is woke. It, it literally goes on for, for bit. This is when I wrote this. I put this down. We had literally like one or two topics, and then we just started having just all kind of craziness going on in, in the world stage. Well, you, I'll read it. Good. This is, good. This is a, a great tweet. This is a great tweet. I think this came from – this was inspired by – was it DeSantis or Trump that – who said, you know, something about defining woke? Who was that, Joe? Oh. Mm, defining, was it Trump that couldn't define woke? I think it was Trump that couldn't define what woke is. And DeSantis said, I'll tell you what woke is. I think this may have inspired this tweet. What woke means? Woke is Lizzo proclaiming she's the sexiest thing ever, when to all of us she's just unhealthy, annoying, and gross. Candace Owens – was talking about that as well this week. Woke is letting the black shop that shoplifter go free, but arresting the white clerk who called the cops. Woke is teachers who honestly believe that they have the right to transgender your children and talk to them about sex. Woke is asserting there are 76 genders when everyone knows there were only two. Woke is hating yourself because you're white, because the media and all the literature tells you to. Woke is also believing white people bad but then electing the oldest, whitest man available without even caring about his qualifications. That one is such a good point. Oh, yes. Woke is BLM, BLM riders burning cities and looting private businesses as a form of peaceful protest. Woke is using pronouns and thinking other people have to care enough to use them too. Woke is every movie, TV show where the males are weak so the women can seem strong. Woke is also weak male athletes pretending they're female athletes so they could finally get some trophies. Woke is appointing Pete Buttigieg, transportation secretary, exclusively because he likes to, I'm not going to read that part, uh, marry another man, and they adopted twins. Woke is not wanting police protection anymore because you've been convinced that all cops are racist and all criminals are merely victims of society. Woke is race swapping white characters to black, but never the other way around. Woke is black Cleopatra. Woke is the affirmative action hiring that gave us a black female vice president who does no work because her job is simply to be a black female vice president. The end. Very good points. Um, I, I, I really, the, the black Cleopatra thing really gets me how they really, for, like, they really think that Cleopatra was like, she wasn't Greek or Macedonian. I can't remember if it was Greek or Macedonian. Regardless. I, I want to say she was Macedonian. When you, when you were saying right. that she was Greek the other day, I think, I was going to say, I think she was Macedonian, actually. I think you are right. Uh, very close to Greece, just north of Greece. Part of the Balkans, but uh, what do you think of the of, of the new Little Mermaid, Joe? Uh, they made her, you know, later black, and I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, that's that's what they want to do. Okay, I'm not really surprised that it's Disney, but um, I just prefer they make an entire new movie and and not just rehash old movies with new races and or vice versa. Yeah. Getting old, just come up with an original idea, please. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Um. We have uh, about three more weeks of pride. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on the corporations thing, Joe. See if you can. Um, if you're thinking the same thing I am with the, um, you know, the backing down a little bit. Yeah. All right. Speaking what do you have on the debt? What do you down. have on the de- Go ahead. Speaking of backing down, let's get back dealing in Republicans. Yeah. Um. I'm just going to, so this is just, we're just updating on the debt ceiling here. I'm going to play a clip from our favorite press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, um, when asked about the debt ceiling and Joe Biden. We really had one, had one of the best uh, midterm outcomes for a new Democratic president in 60 years, in 60 years. 
And so, look, uh, I'll leave you with a quote here. Here's something uh, that I think uh, that was said a couple of days ago. It's a, a Huffington Post headline. After calling Joe Biden senile, Republicans complained he outsmarted them. I'll leave it there. So after calling Joe Biden senile, Republicans claim that he outsmarted him. Well, that's that's not what happened. What happened for our listeners was the Uniparty made a great deal for themselves. It involved trillions of American tax dollars. And we're going to be paying for that for the next, for sure, couple years, maybe next couple decades, because it is an open wallet for the next two or three years for them. All right, let's let's just not focus on the debt ceiling and money. Let's move to New York City, where a mugger, Mark, was shot. Um, a 65-year-old Queens man shoots a mugger. This happened, I believe, June 1st or 2nd. The old man's name is Charles Foner, and the mugger shot was Cody Gonzalez. Um, this, I believe it's a Soros DA, possibly Melinda Katz. But guess who was charged, Mark? What if I told you that the man accused of fatally shooting the robber was slapped with 24 additional gun charges. His bell was doubled. And I, I, I just don't understand. It's on video. He shoots the mugger. Who cares if he had 24 or 240 guns? Uh, what's the big deal? I, I just don't understand where we are here in this country where defending yourself is becoming illegal. So... So the guy who was getting robbed shot this shot the robber. Correct. And he's now being charged with what? I don't know if it's it's not first degree murder. It's not. It might be homicide. I don't know if they lessen the charge. This is again four days ago. Four additional gun charges. I mean, it's impossible to own a firearm in New York City concealed. I mean, you got to have a really good reason. So maybe some of the charges were from that, but this is ridiculous. And we saw this in like, remember episode two or three, that bodega employee that the guy pulled a knife on him and, and he stabbed the guy and, and he got arrested and was put in Rikers Island. And this is, yeah. this is nothing new. This is nothing new. They want to make it easier to defend yourself. Second degree criminal possession of a weapon and criminal possession of a firearm. What? Held on $25,000 bail. Slapped with additional 26 counts of criminal possession of a weapon, but was not charged in the fatal shooting. His bail was also doubled to 50000 So they found 26 firearms in, his, in this guy's apartments, including pistols, shotguns, rifles, an AK-47, two body armor vests, and multiple rounds of ammunition. So he's a license for the five rifles, but not for the handguns. So including the one he used in the alleged self-defense shooting. Like... What do they mean he didn't have a license? This is America. We have a Second Amendment. Like, you need to show proof of, mm-hmm. of yep, like, the serial numbers can't be scratched out, like, something like that, because the gun could have been used in crimes. But what the hell is this? Like, who cares if the guy had additional firearms at his house? This is America. It's sad. You're right. But That's this is, sad. This is New York City. This is New York City. And it gets crazier. Let's just move on because we have that subway thing too um, issue. The, the, the guy, you can't even use your hands anymore to defend yourself. The guy, the guy choked out someone and he's getting second degree homicide. Um, but meanwhile, wh- how are they treating, how are they treating illegal immigrants and New Yorkers here? 
this is from this is another one of those stories where you just hear it and you go, what in the ever loving fuck was he thinking? So this is New York City Mayor Eric Adams on housing illegal aliens. It is my vision uh, to take the next step to this, put it in the faith-based uh, locales, and then move to a private residence. Just for our listeners, in case they, did, he, they didn't hear, he did say private residences, housing illegal immigrants in private residences. Residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges, they have spare rooms, uh, they have locales, and, and we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that government has in, in its place. We can take that $4.2 billion, $4.3 maybe now, that we potentially have to spend, and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers, everyday houses of worship, instead of putting it in the Okay, I'm, I'm reclaiming, my, reclaiming my time here. Is he fucking retarded? Is this mayor fucking slow? He's a former police officer. Is he trying to get someone murdered in their sleep by an illegal immigrant? And that's not even focusing on the fact that does he not understand squatter laws? Like, what's going to happen whenever the people don't have to fucking leave? Oh, my goodness. Oh, these people that get... Wow. He wants to put migrants in private residences. How does that work? People spend like volunteer. It doesn't work. I guess you would get paid, but still, there's a thing called like renting out your apartment. There's probably a lot of people, and you know what? What does a New York City fucking apartment go for? I'm sure they're not going to get someone fucking two thousand dollars a fucking month to house an illegal immigrant in their four hundred square foot apartment. <laughs> uh, when are people in New York going to say enough's enough? I mean, they they elected Giuliani in the '90s, so it's not like it can't be done. Who is a Republican? When, when are they going to say enough's enough? Why do you keep electing Democrats? Oh my gosh. This is only going to heat up once 2024 already goes into full full election mode swing here. So. Do we know anyone in New York City that we could ask about what the city's like uh, right now? Kingsley does. I know a few people. So, Can, can we get them on? We could try to get them on. They might not want to come on, but we could try to get them can, on. Can we get them on? Why? Because they're 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 Democrats. No, um, just because they they probably don't want to have their name and name and what they feel like out there, possibly. Also, well, the, the people we that we them, know we can keep them let's, anonymous. Let's let's be honest. So the people that we know that probably live in New York City that I'm thinking of, they're they're not exactly living in, in Queens and stuff like that. I guess so. They would probably see it last. But then again, I don't know. I don't want to speak for anyone. So. Well, if you're listening, if you're in New York City, and you're, we do have listeners in New York City, if you're listening and you're in New York City, uh, please reach out to us. What's our email address, Joe? ThinkingLogicallyPodcast at gmail.com? Correct. ThinkingLogicallyPodcast at gmail.com. Please reach out to us. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly curious to, is to find out what it's like in the city right now. Manhattan, Brooklyn, some of the other boroughs. So. I just know from my experience, there's been times where I rode the subway at night and it was no issue at all. And I rode the subway coming back from shopping at certain areas at like one, two in the afternoon. And it was an experience. So. Yeah. All right. Let's go yeah. on to, uh, I guess this is considered the 2024 campaign trail. This is the Santis. Um, so Trump 
long story short, Trump made a comment about uh, congratulations to Kim Jong-un for getting into the WHO as a leadership role or something to that effect. And when asked about it, this was Ron DeSantis' comments. I was surprised to see that. I mean, I think, one, Kim Jong-un is a murderous dictator. They just imprisoned for life a family, including an infant, uh, which is just outrageous. And then the World Health Organization is a bankrupt organization like Kim Jong-un's bad, but then joining that, we need to be getting out of that and rejecting the WHO lockdown treaty um, and not congratulating about being involved in the WHO. Do you think Trump has a chance? Okay, so that was from Ron DeSantis. And of course, the people that, that support DeSantis, the, there are paid shields from, from, you know, on the right and left. They all went to Twitter right away and made Trump out like he's some kind of big bad guy that supports Kim Jong-un and the WHO. That's, that's not what happened. So what Trump, what Trump actually did here is kind of genius. And I know I say that a lot, but just bear with me here. He did the same thing last week with Andrew Cuomo. You might remember that. He didn't say Cuomo did a great job handling COVID. No. The media told you he said that. What he did was he brought the media and regular everyday people that are paying attention, he brought their attention back to 2020. He's making us remember what happened. I mean, remember, he, like the Constitution says you should, left these decisions up to the states and their governors. So why did Andrew Cuomo not use the two hospital ships that Trump sent? Why did Cuomo stuff the elderly in the nursing homes instead? Now, what did Trump do in 2020 with the WHO? He pulled out. Now, the media will never report that as good. They'll never report that as a good thing, though. He's bringing attention back to the corrupt WHO, and he's using Ron DeSantis to do it. Just like he's bringing back attention to certain governors like Andrew Cuomo, using Ron DeSantis to do it. Mark, what do you think? Am I crazy? Uh... I'm I'm a little confused as to where you're going with that, actually. Um, so if 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 Trump comes out and says anything about the WHO, the media jumps on. It. But whenever he congratulates Kim Jong Un and on on being on you know being a part of the WHO and joining the WHO and having a leadership role in the WHO, it's like it throws the media in a chest in in, in like a pretzel because they don't know how to cover that. And then Ron DeSantis, believe it or not, is actually saying positive things about Trump because you have to remember back to 2020, Trump pulled us out of the WHO. So now any shill for DeSantis that wants to say Trump should, well, he already did that. Trump already pulled us out of the WHO. Trump already did all this. So what, what argument do they have? He's, yeah. he's, well, he's, that's a good point. Using, he's using the fact that everyone hates them. That's, that's the only way he could play this. Same thing with the vaccines. He couldn't come out and say, don't take the vaccine. They might be dangerous. He would have been killed. He would have been killed. Yeah, I so. see what you're saying on that. that that's interesting. I mean, DeSantis uh, is, I mean, if we're just going based on straight intelligence, smarter than probably most people in this race on, on, on either side of the party, uh, either side of the aisle. Um, so... I don't think he's going to be fooled by a lot of this stuff. I mean, he was probably put on the spot there, um, you know, but I'm surprised you don't like DeSantis, Joe, after all he did uh, in Florida during, uh, during COVID. 
I, I do, but we have to remember history as it happened. He did also shut down beaches as well. Granted, nobody knew anything then, but Trump did the right thing by letting the governors decide. And it might have took DeSantis a few months to get it right, but let's not forget history. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Well, we were down there in uh, we were down there in Tampa, St. Pete, what April twenty twenty one, and we looked at each other. We're like, "There's nothing going on." Yeah, this is like nothing. This is like normal, normal life, you know, pre COVID, all good. And it was hard to believe. So I'm surprised you just you're not you're not more to see at this guy. That's all. Uh, only because of Trump, and I feel like it's it's not Ron's turn. And what he's doing, if he's running, I don't know. I just don't like the people that are backing him. It's part of the Uniparty. I'm sorry. Uh, and when you say by the Uniparty, what do you mean for our listeners? Okay, so if you like Mitch McConnell, Uniparty, they they they're it's like George Carlin said, it's a big club and you ain't in it. So it, it's it's like watching wrestling. Whenever you see Hulk Hogan in the Iron Sheik fighting. And then maybe three or four hours later, they're all having beers together. You're like, wait a minute. I thought you guys were supposed to be enemies. <laughs> they, it, it, they're all in it for themselves. Clearly, there is this deep state cabal going on. And they use the two-party system to keep us divided. So, yeah, okay. I will all say right. this. There, there are probably – there are many bad Democrats. There are many bad Republicans that are controlled, whatever. There are very, very few Republicans, believe it or not, that aren't, and there are probably even fewer Democrats. So that's where we're at right now in this country. If, I mean, if if you hadn't seen it the last three years and you haven't been paying, paying attention, do um, you think DeSantis is capable of dismantling the deep state? No, because he's got to run for re-election. So he, he's gonna he's gonna be just like Trump did the first four years. He's gonna be he's gonna be. A protus with a arm tied behind his back, I guess you could say, because he has to win re-election. Yeah. Can't do it all in four years. So that's why Trump said he's going scorched earth day one. But all right, let's uh, let's. I, I hate to do it. I know you hate the topic, but we're going to cover COVID for a second here. We, we brought it up. Let's. Uh, let's COVID, COVID's up. over. COVID is and, over. And you'll see why when we're at the end of this topic. So this is from Kanakoa the Great on Twitter. Former Pussycats, Pussycat Doll members Jessica Suta discussed the adverse effects she experienced after receiving the Moderna mRNA vaccine. I'm vaccine injured by the Moderna vaccine. Three days later, after my first shot, my life has not been the same. It's been two years of hell. I feel like I'm dying every single day. Um, but the silver lining is I've been able to make a community and fellowship that I've played with his family. We lift each other's spirits up and we're here to fight the fight. Anyone injured out there, react19.org. We love you. Pets. Okay? You are loved. Your voice matters. Okay, so that's one. This is, this is all coming out in the last past couple of days here. And then, Mark, we had new studies show. This is from Zero Hedge. New studies show that repeated COVID-19 vaccination weakens your immune system. So, and this is in quotes, so it's basically validating that this rush to administer and re-administer without having solid data to back those was highly, uh, okay, time out. Because, Mark, I know you remember, some of our listeners might not remember. We did an entire episode on this. I believe it was episode seven. This sounds like AIDS. This sounds a lot like AIDS, doesn't it? Weakening the immune system. <laughs> 
I'm not laughing. You know what? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, please, by all means, go. No, I was going to ask you, do we have an update on Jamie Foxx? Um, you, you, I, I tried, I painstakingly tried to find legitimate news source from maybe his daughter, someone. All I hear is rumors that he's blind and uh, not that he's out of Yeah, yeah. At, what was it? A, a week or two after a booster? A couple weeks up? Three weeks after a booster? That he didn't want to get. Apparently, from what there the reports are, but the movie he was working on made him get made him get it. You would think this would be all over the news, plastered wall to wall. This isn't a list celebrity. This is one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. And I thought not really a big deal, it seems like. No. It's unbelievable. No one cares. You can't find any information at all. I think people care. But, but, as you stated before, and we've said on this podcast, who spends the most money on advertising on a lot of these networks? And that would be... Big Pharma. Pfizer, Moderna, they're the ones, you know, especially bankrolling a lot of these cable news networks. So what would it be like if they were to report on this Jamie Foxx thing? Because he got a Pfizer COVID shot and became paralyzed and blind. I just can't believe we haven't heard more about it. That's all. Well, now, okay, so let me play a clip from Ice Cube, too. This is Ice Cube. But Ice Cube did what Jimmy Fox should have done. I turned down a movie because I didn't want to get the motherfucking jab. You know, I turned down nine minutes because I didn't want to get the jab. Yeah, fuck that jab. And fuck y'all for trying to make me get it. So, you know, I I, I don't know how Hollywood feel about me right now. Damn! But in all seriousness, Mark, you see why COVID just vanished out of nowhere all of a sudden and the narrative was replaced by war and race issues? They need you to forget all these times we just talked about, all these things that happened, and now they especially need you to forget that people could be dying because of a vaccine. They want you to forget that you even took that vaccine now. You You don't hear them trying to get people vaccinated anymore and boosted. It's gone. That narrative has ended, and now I think you see why. It is amazing, if you think about it, that COVID pretty much vanished into thin air. Did it not? I, I, I don't know anyone with COVID. I don't hear about I don't hear about anything. We said this with the live golf thing. Didn't Trump say that around Easter it'll just vanish, and that's exactly when it vanished. It was just three years later. I guess, yeah. I mean, we could pull the audio. I'm, listeners, trust me. He said that. He said that it, by Easter, it'll be gone. It'll vanish. It'll be such... I, I forget how he described it, but Google that audio and listen to it. And it took three years, but he was right. Literally on Easter, the COVID pandemic seemed to end. Biden announced it. Uh, no variants. We were, going, we were doing like a variant every other week. And now... Remember the ninja variant? You didn't even know you had it. It, it would sneak up on you. Yep. Like, 
Yep, How they would the describe some of these things. We're going to look back. Posterity's going to look back and be like, oh, I just. <laughs> some of us are going to hang our heads in shame. Not me. No, you were out there in front of it. The ninja variant. <laughs> it walks softly on hardwood floors and sneaks up on you. Just, come on. Uh, all right, let's let's stay on infectious diseases real quick, and then we, we got to move on. We can't talk about COVID because then I'll get on the masks next, and then we'll never stop. So, okay. apparent, apparent measles outbreak inside Chicago police district. Now, I don't, uh, I don't know how this is possible in a country where it seems like every man, woman, and child has had their measles vaccinations. But if I had to guess, I'd say it probably comes from illegal immigrants crossing the border and then being shipped up to Chicago, which is a sanctuary city. But what the hell do I know? <laughs> and you're saying they carried measles, measles, the measles virus with them. Across the border, all the way up to if Chicago. You, if you're going with the science, every person here in America to attend school, I believe, has to be vaccinated for measles. That would mean that the adults are vaccinated too, and everyone's vaccinated. So how two people can give each other measles that are vaccinated, I have no idea. So it's got to be coming from somewhere. Mm, I don't know true. the vaccination policies in Mexico, and it ain't all Mexicans coming from the border. They're all over the world coming in here. That's just the only open port. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's go on to another topic that we heard about yesterday. Of course, you had the uh, one of the hottest takes out of all the takes about this one. And we heard about this plane that, or no, we first heard about F-16 fighter jets scrambling over Washington, D.C. that were given the authority to fly at the speed of sound, like Mach 1, Mach 2, whatever, that created a sonic boom over the D.C. metro area. And as details started to come out, we heard then about a plane that took off from Virginia and was landing, supposedly landing on Long Island's Islip Airport. Well, from what we are being told, this plane had a pilot that was unresponsive, circled around the airport and did pretty much a U-turn back over Washington, D- or back over New York and then over Washington, D.C. and then where it crashed in a wooded area in Virginia. So apparently that is why these F-16 fighter jets were scrambled and were flying at the speed of sound. Now, apparently, from what I understand, D.C., for the most part, is a no-fly zone. And you can fly over D.C. In, in, in certain situations, but you have to be responding to air traffic control. And this pilot was not. He was unresponsive. And then all of a sudden, we see this thing crash. Joe, what was your take on this? Okay. Now, the first question I had was, did the plane have any Nazi symbols on it? Maybe a swastika, iron cross on the wing. Do they have a flag inside? Or does the guy have any tattoos? I mean, you just you just don't know. You don't know what to think. But on a more serious note, on a more serious note, so this is this is where it got weird because the first thing I thought were, wow, there are there are a lot of coincidences coincidences happening, and this just must be another coincidence. 
again. I, I actually I messed up my entire line. My entire line was supposed to be. It's just a coincidence that all these. Oh, Mark, I'm blowing this. <laughs> my, first thought, my first thought was, it's just a coincidence that there are so many coincidental, weird coincidences happening coincidentally. <laughs> and then you find out, and then you find out that the guy killed, the people killed in the crash, it was a family, very, very sad. But of course, it's a prominent MAGA donor whose name is John Rumpel. Um, I believe it was him, his daughter, and his granddaughter, sadly, um, in the plane that No, crashed. he was not on the plane. He was not on the plane. He wasn't? No, it was his daughter and, and granddaughter. His entire family. He was quoted in this article here in The Sun. Well, wait, wait a minute. Are you sure that they didn't correct that? Because I thought they said he wasn't, and then that he was. It says, John Rumpel told The Washington Post that his entire family was on board, including a daughter, a grandchild, and a nanny. We know nothing about the crash, he continued. We are talking to the FAA now. i got to keep the line clear. Oh, wow. See, at first, at first, when I first posted this, they announced him as being dead, too. Yeah. This was oh, a wow. Cessna Citation plane. Um, pilot was unresponsive, apparently. That's what they're saying here. Okay, this is, this is where it gets weird. And this is where I have to, like, this should be the number one story in America. Mark, ghost planes. Planes piloted by ghosts? You said it. You said it. Because I was thinking the same thing. The plane did a U-turn while the pilot was incapacitated. It Look at the flight pattern. It's like a giant boomerang going back to Washington, D.C. We need to know everything possible about this pilot. Everything. We covered, I think it was last episode about, or two episodes ago, about like the mass and the CIA and anyone could be anyone. Look, the conspiracy part in my brain tells me that what if there wasn't a pilot? What if this was flown by remote control, anything. How, explain to me how a plane does it. Now, granted, I don't know anything about autopilots and planes, but the fact that it did a U-turn, like a, it's a boomerang. It did a giant boomerang and then crashed. Weird. It's freaking weird. Something doesn't add up with this. I, yeah, I would probably agree with you. I, you would think if the pilot was unresponsive that they would have kept going straight. They wouldn't have boomeranged around like that. It's a boomerang. It's a total boomerang. It's the U-turn boomerang. I don't know anything about autopilot, but for me, that doesn't make much sense. And this is coming. We've seen, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen a plane crash like this, but the past like year or two, there's been a lot of this into like factories and Processing plants and stuff like that. This is just into the woods, but look at who's on board. It's weird. The NRA, I believe it was. He, he was a big, big wig in the NRA or something. Hmm. Yeah, this is, uh, this is interesting. This is that interesting. Is so, that is so... When you look at the flight pattern, it makes you... How did it do that with a pilot that was incapacitated? Yeah. Six F-16s launched from three bases. Wow. Should be the number one story in America right now. Uh, actually, I, I don't know if it should because when we get to the next one, that that's going to end up being the number one story. But this, we, we don't have anything at all. Whenever we're, we're ever going to get anything, we're going to have to dig in this ourselves and, and try to catch them something. I don't know who them is, but something doesn't add up with this plane crash, especially when you look at the flight pattern. Oh my goodness! Weird times. 
Eh, we'll never know. Uh, all right, what's next? We got Ukrainian soldiers in Colorado. First, we have uh, last episode we mentioned that Mexican cartel members were in possession of what? Uh, anti-missile defense or something like that? It was an AT-4. The, the Mexican cartel member walking around with an AT-4 on his shoulder? Yeah. Yeah, and now we have Ukrainian soldiers in Colorado. Okay, so this is this was just weird. And this is from Michael Tracy, who in the next minute or two, we're going to give you a, a couple tweets from him. Um, so this is from Michael Tracy on Twitter. Um, he says, I'm overwhelmed by the abundance of questions here. And it's heavy metal band Metallica frontman James Hetfield um, visiting wounded Ukrainian soldier in a U.S. military hospital telling him, kill them all. Um, that's also the name of the band's album, first album, I believe. Now, Michael Tracy said, the first question that spring to mind for me aren't even about Metallica. Who cares? Celebs will be celebs. I'm most curious about this apparent practice of shipping injured Ukrainian soldiers all the way out to Vail, Colorado. Who's paying for this? And then I think it goes into who's paying for it. Um, yeah, not a ton of detail on the locally funded pro- nonprofit's website, so it is a nonprofit. Um, they don't have any regulatory factors, may, or such as what regulatory factors may or may not impinge on a raging for a transcontinental medical transport of foreign belligerents, and what government authorizations, if any, have been sought granted. Makes a good point because these are soldiers at war, and we're flying belligerents in. Um, that's just weird. Why, why are we flying people here? I, I, I don't know why, but that is strange. Who's paying for it? And can we get a journalist or something to? We got to make sure these people aren't Nazis, Mark. Is what I'm saying, especially in, the, in a time where white supremacy has run rampant in this country. It's interesting. You see why I said, and that's that's a good segue. Why I said we have to make sure none of these people are white supremacists or Nazis, because long and behold, Mark, long and behold, after over a year of them saying. There are no Nazis in Ukraine. It was missing this information. The New York Times has finally admitted that there are Nazis in Ukraine. Nazi symbology is at the heart of the Ukraine army. <laughs> yeah, I told you, I was just listening to Breaking Points today uh, before we recorded, and they were talking about the existence of Nazi battalions in Ukraine, and the Ukrainian army. Now, they were saying, you know, this is not saying that the entire Ukrainian army is not some Nazi um, army or that Zelensky is not a Nazi himself. But there are the existence of Nazi battalions inside of Ukraine. That's a fact. I know you were trying to go back and forth with people out in California about this. And they were denying that. But we have, we have proof. And it's being confirmed now. By the fake news, New York Times. How do we know that all the battalions aren't actually Nazis? Because do you remember they tried to make all MAGA people? I guess the term is Magadonians now. All Magadonians out to be like they're white supremacists. So why can't all Ukrainian armed forces be white supremacists? I mean, the, the the article from the New York Times is shocking because they admit it and then go on to defend it and say it's not really that bad because. So this is from the New York Times. The decision by some Ukrainian soldiers to wear patches with Nazi icons threatens to reinforce Russian propaganda used to justify the invasion. It also could give the symbols 
the symbols mainstream life after the West's decades-long effort to lim- eliminate them. So what they're admitting here, is, like you might not understand it, they're admitting that people like me and you have been right the past year on Ukraine. So Russia was justified in going in there. They're almost admitting. Because everything they said that wasn't there ends up being there. By the way, can we get an answer on them freaking biolabs? It's just, I don't know, it's kind of weird that they, have, they have Nazi patches on their uniforms and all this stuff. It's just, just weird. Like, can you imagine a U.S. serviceman with a Nazi patch on his uniform? It, just, it makes no sense. But no. these people are liars. They're frauds. You, you can't believe the narrative because our media is in on it. They, they believe me. They have a vested interest in this war, too. Um, let's, let's, this is the big news, though. So this is the big news. And this is from Raw Alerts on Twitter. Breaking. A major hydroelectric power dam has been blown up, resulting in multiple towns evacuating. So what is the name of this? Curson? What is the name of the actual Correct. Dam? Okay, so watch this footage shows a major hydroelectric power dam situated in Kherson Oblast of South Ukraine region. It's been deliberately blown up, resulting in significant consequences. This major incident has promoted, has prompted the immediate evacuation of thousands of individuals residing in close proximity to the Dnipro River. Experts specialize, yeah, experts specializing in dam construction from Europe have warned that this deliberate act of destruction is expected to cause extensive damage to land, infrastructure, and property at a large scale. I guess that is the spring offensive happening there, Mark, from Ukraine. Now, we got a whole list of things we're going to go on this. So, again, this is from Michael Tracy. Um, First, if you watch CNN, if you watch any mainstream media, Right away, they told you how they could have known this. I have no idea that it was Russia that decided to blow up a dam in territory that they held. That was, I think, one of the main water supplies to Crimea. Crimea. Yeah. So, um, first of all, this was originated from Zelensky because he came out and blamed the Russians. Yes. Right off the bat. But this is from Michael Tracy. This is where it gets weird because the narrative should have blown up in Ukraine's face right away. Um. This is from Michael Tracy. Washington Post article from December of 2022 said Ukraine, quote, conducted a test strike on the Nova Kahovka. Why can't I fucking pronounce this? Dam in preparation for its offensive in Kherson. So they already using HIMARS. Now, where do they get the HIMARS from? They get the HIMARS from the United States of America. They used the HIMARS launcher on one of the floodgates at the Nova Cahoba Dam, making three holes in the metal to see if um, the Dnieper's water could be raised enough to stymie Russian crossings, but not flood nearby villages. And it worked. So who's to say they wouldn't try this again? And we could go through all of these. Like This is from Geronimo on Twitter. And he, he, he questions, so you're saying Russians blew up the dam to destroy their own fortifications? And you zoom in, and that's what you see happening. Okay, sorry for that little interruption. Welcome back, listeners. Of course, when we talk about um, Ukrainian Nazis blowing up a dam, we get disconnected. But 
the point I was trying to make is there was an article um, post which outlined all the reasons why Ukraine would want to do this. Number one, bypass minefields. Number two, flood Russian defense lines. Um, number three, cut water supply to Crimea. And number four, cut water supply to the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Amazing. Um, and then we got a couple videos you could see, Mark, and some pictures of the damage. It looks like a giant hole in the middle of the dam, which is great for those downstream, I'm sure. Um, and this is this is what I wanted to get to. This is the tweet on Twitter. And she says it's just at Dana916 on Twitter. You are about to see the full force of the U.S. brainwashing apparatus attempt to convince unwitting citizens that Russia blew up the Kherson Dam. A move that would endanger their own people and troops and overall objective. Study it. Watch it carefully. Reuters began the push only 20 minutes ago now. Watch the echoes form. The network, the network takes shape. How many outlets now have repeated it? How vast is the information laundering? How many languages are already reading it that have no idea where or what the dam really is? Think slowly and watch carefully here. I want you to study the machine in motion. Makes a great point. The Reuters article. Explainer. Ukraine dam. When do attacks on civilian installations amount to war crimes? Well, I have it right now. This is from article. I think. Let me actually. I had to screenshot it. This is from Protocol 1, Articles 56 and 53 of the Geneva Convention. They outlaw attacks on dams, dikes, nuclear electrical generated stations, and places of worship. The first three are works and installation containing dangerous forces and may be attacked only in ways that do not threaten to release dangerous forces. Example, it's permissible to capture them, but not to destroy them. So these are a dam. You just can't destroy it. Unlike a bridge. Does that make Yeah. So... For those of you listening that don't know where we're talking, this is Eastern Ukraine. This, we need to give our listeners some context here. Though. This is Eastern Ukraine. This is a Russian-controlled territory of now Eastern Ukraine. And this dam, as you mentioned, Joe, provides, what, some sort of drinking water to Crimea, I believe. Um, so why and it's would the source, Russia, most again, important thing, the most important thing, I think, for me, the dam is actually a supply for cooling water to a nuclear power plant in the area. I can't. I don't know which one. I don't want to be wrong. But yeah. It, so it is. I think I think that the the moral of the story here is that we can't. It's just the way our, our media system works now with Ukraine that we really can't hear from our media about Ukraine. And Russia did it. We can't believe that. And when Russia says Ukraine did it, we can't believe that either. So. So where do we go? Where, where do we go from here? It's very, very confusing. This and is we just really like don't Nord- know what's true and what isn't. It's just like Nord Stream. Why would the Russians blow up? The, like, Russians have control of the Crimea. Why would they, they blow didn't... up a dam that puts their defenses underwater? Yeah. Well, we're, we'll get into oh, uh, Nord Stream here uh, at the end of our episode. So. But. Um, I mean, we could we could focus on this dam all day long. I I, I mean I, I I say it's clear 
But I think it's pretty clear that Russia didn't do this to themselves. So it begs the question, was it Ukraine using American or NATO weapons? Or was it a third party? I don't know. I can only speculate. But I, I cannot see how it would that would do this to themselves. Just same thing with Nord Stream. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. We'll see what else comes out of that. Um, yeah, this was this was major major news today out of uh, out of Ukraine. So. All right, what do we got next, Joe? And people are announcing for president. Uh, Chris Christie is announcing today, and I believe Mike Pence will be announcing later in the week at Iowa. And he was in Iowa. And Mark, I just had to put put the picture there. Mike Pence. It's former vice president of the United States, Mike Pence, on a some kind of motorcycle. I can't tell what kind of riding vest he has. <laughs> Who in the right uh, mind would vote for Mike? Two scoops of vanilla. Pence. Oh. Yeah. Look, acting like a biker. <laughs> who's giving? Who's just, donated not, his campaign? I don't know. That's just not him. That's like I told you. That's like politics, like eight, ten years ago. They don't exist anymore. Those politicians that would be stiff as a board and not do anything, and maybe they loosen their tie a little bit at a, at a campaign event and something like. They don't exist anymore. Yeah, you could tell right. he's faking it. So, well, Chris Christie, we think we know why he's getting it, and that's to lose weight, be a deterrent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You don't do that while you're campaigning. That's a, and that's to weaken Trump. Weaken Trump. So, um, I doubt that he'll attain the objective, but who knows? All right. So, speaking um, of, you brought him up though. So, Trump won the uh, Republican primary, won the presidency against Hillary Clinton in 2016. We all remember that. And then proceeded to be under investigation for the next four years. And that will bring us to our next topic, which is James Comey. Um, Mark, he was on with our former favorite press secretary, Jen Psaki. (laughs) Yeah, not Paskey. No, no, definitely not Paskey. Um, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I just read whatever is in front of me. Unless it's phonetically sounded out, I I say how I I see it. So this is him talking with uh, Jen Psaki is a near existential threat to the rule of law. And and this is something, similar language that I hear privately from national security officials, some people that you and I both know, who will say this privately about what a second term could mean. But tell me a little bit about the specifics of what he could try to do. What do you mean by that? Well, think about what four years of a retribution presidency might look like. He could order the investigation and prosecution of individuals who he sees as enemies, which are among the enemies list. Because the president constitutionally does oversee the executive branch entirely, which includes the Department of Justice, prosecutors and investigators. And so he could... For those that are listening and paying attention, that's what Joe Biden is doing right now with Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice. You would know if you went to a school board meeting and were arrested recently or put on the terror watch list. Be pursued. He could also direct all kinds of other conduct that people would maybe take to court to try to stop. But who enforces court orders? It sounds almost, I'm going to stop the video here because it goes on for another two minutes. It sounds like he's projecting everything. 
everything that they did they're doing now, he's projecting as if Trump is going to do it. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Jim Comey. Um, Who's worse? And, Who's worse? Jim Christopher Ray or Jim Comey? It's got a, it's 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 James Comey right now, but in the end, it could be Christopher Ray. We don't know yet. We we we, we don't know yet. But what James Comey did with Hillary Clinton and the email, and and everything after that, I mean, come on, he was a deep state shill, deep state yeah. shill. There's a reason why this guy hid under a rock for three years. And he's only coming out right now to try to get in front of the narrative that James Comey is a very bad guy. Because you see, you saw what happened, what came out with the Durham report. Uh, yeah. Lion Jim Comey. So, Remember when, he, when Trump fired him? I mean, that was, that, was, that was a big deal. And he was made out to be a victim. In hindsight, how did it look in hindsight? It's it's amazing. It's amazing that one guy c- could be right about so much. And honestly, some of the shit that Trump said four years ago, I I was even like, no, come on, why does he say this? Why does he do this? And it's like, right. well, you know what? I'm not gonna say it anymore because I've been paying attention the last three years. And son of a bitch, guy's fucking right. Yeah. Oh my. All right. Do you want to move on to the FBI whistleblower? FBI whistleblower. What do you got on that? So this, this struck me as strange. I saw this tweet last night from Anna Paulina Luna. Just left meeting for House Oversight. The FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked. Killed? Based on the info, yes, killed. Killed. Correct. Killed. Based on the info he has brought forward about the Biden family. Now, we did say this a few episodes ago. There is a reason why they want these whistleblowers' names. They wanted to drag them through the mud and abuse them just like the media does but never in my mind did I think that they'd actually want to kill it but it also brings the point that the FBI can't protect a whistleblower from the Bidens I mean dear lord it's not like it's the Clintons I, I, Mark, Mark I can't imagine what the hitman hired by Hunter or Joe Biden would be like I, I, I'm sure if it goes through, it'll look more suspicious than when Lee Harvey Oswald was shot in the basement of a police station by a mob boss. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no, look. Someone killed the whistleblower. We're sorry. We'll get right into investigating that. We're the FBI. And then a year later, we'll find out it was Mexican white supremacists. I mean, I, I read this, and I thought to myself, don't you think the Bidens know who it is? Probably. Maybe. I mean, they would have to. I don't know. That just seems honestly when I when I when I heard this I thought is it the Bidens who are going to kill them or somebody else that is like from the deep state or someone along those lines who may be like a Biden fanatic that doesn't want to see you know Trump come back into office something like that. Because they have to know. And people thought it was weird when Tara Reid fled fled to Russia. Terry, the, the, the person that brought down the Me Too movement. Everyone, Me Too was the biggest movement on earth before coronavirus. And Tara Reed said, hey, Joe Biden sexually assaulted us. And the, the Me Too movement just vanished. Yeah. Um, but this is also, this is, I think, this Al Sharpton on too. This is Morning Joe. I hate listening to Morning Joe, but here's Morning Joe telling you that Americans don't care about Biden and his crime family. 
But all these things about like the Biden crime family, this, that, the other, they keep pushing and they keep finding absolutely nothing. And it ends up at the end of the day, just being an embarrassment for them. And as Caddy said, most Americans just don't care about this unless you're the wife of the Supreme Court justice that's talking about putting the Biden crime family on barges outside of Gitmo. Okay, so that was obviously Clarence Thomas's wife, Jenny Thomas, that claimed that. Which me, hey, in my administration, in the Joe Corsi administration, that's that's where I would put the Biden crime family on a barge in front of Gitmo. But that's just me. What is Joe Scarborough talking about? I just you have to honestly. I couldn't stop looking at Minka during the entire video because she just stares at you with like this, like Medusa man. Like she's trying to like brainwash you with that stare. It's creepy. <laughs> it's amazing these people get paid millions upon millions of dollars to sit on TV and say and say this stuff. Just like the football players and the athletes, Mark, they have to get paid that much money because yeah. that that's that's the going rate to, to to do something like this. You're controlled. They control you. You they'll get him to say anything they want. Okay. All right. Uh, another thing that we were just talking about. Uh, oh my cousin, this today. Donald Trump probably going to be indicted again uh, by Merrick Garland <laughs> for uh, obstruction because yeah. of the uh, classified documents. Um, he can't get him for the. I'm watching a, a video clip from Ted Cruz, and he laid this all out. He said, Merrick Garland is the most partisan, corrupt attorney general in American history. He can't indict Donald Trump for possessing the classified documents, but he can indict him for um, something about lying about having them or hiding them or something like that. Um, and he could get him for obstruction. Uh, I don't know. It just seems so weak. But you have to deflect the attention off of Biden um, for the FBI whistleblower type of thing, the $5 million payment when he was vice president. Um, so what better way to get the attention off of the Biden crime family than to indict Donald Trump again for this classified document thing? Uh, Ted Cruz also thinks that they are going to indict Hunter Biden as well uh, and make him the scapegoat for the Biden crime family. And then, of course, he'll get pardoned. He'll never send never step foot in jail, but he'll get pardoned eventually. Uh, Joe Biden is headed out of office or Cam uh, Kamala, whoever, you know, if Biden doesn't die. Uh, Joe, what do you have on this? I just you mentioned Hunter Biden. I just don't get it. This dude for a decade or more was just able to travel to all the greatest cities in the world, not just the United States, the greatest cities in the world, bang the hottest chicks, do the best drugs, be all fucked up the whole time, mm-hmm. all with American taxpayer dollars, and, and then he was, his father's changing policy in his name. And it, just, it goes on for so long, and then it finally comes to like October of 2020, and they successfully hit it. Somehow, using Twitter, using using all their their other machines, they hit it. This is this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. How number one, Trump could be indicted a second time, and we can't even get anyone to really look into legitimately Joe Biden or his son Hunter or his brother or his family. What is 
again, the Clintons have Clinton Foundation. What is the Biden family business that they're making all this money? Um, we, we told you, we told you this would happen. I, I told you, get, let's just get it over with. We said this last August, whenever the, the raid on Mar-a-Lago happened. Now this comes out from CNN. A flood in a room where surveillance footage was kept raised suspicions among prosecutors in Donald Trump's classified documents case, sources say. And Mark, the first thing I thought about was like the flood at the Staples Center on 11, um, November 3rd, 2020. What happened after that? Briefcases magically appeared from under the tables. But we can't. Instead, we're, we're focused on a flood in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. I just, uh, and, and he's allowed to have the classified documents. He was president. Like, I don't understand how people could be so slow and not understand this. They could have been declassified. Bill Clinton had, had shit in a sock drawer. Uh, Obama-era judge ruled that he was allowed to have them. It just there, there's precedents have been set already. This is stupid. But he will get indicted. That's my prediction. He will probably be indicted. I think he's daring them to indict him. If you see how he posts on True Social, it's almost. I mean, like is this going to is this going to is this really going to backfire? Joe against the Democrats. What else do they have? What, what else can you do? They're, they're planning all these trials to start when in a few. It's it's going to be a few months, maybe closer to a year, eight months. That that what when's that timeline? February, March. That is right at the end of the primary season. Right at the end. I mean, come on. You you if can't this is see an election interference. Is. I don't know what it. They did this shit in 2016. Remember, they did this yeah. same fucking thing in 2016. It's like it's like the movies. They don't come up with a new movie. It's just rehashed. Everything's rehashed. And and to think there are people out there that are so blind and so stupid, and to have Trump derangement syndrome so bad that they can't see that this is a complete political hit job and witch hunt against against this guy. Yeah. Real. Um. Okay. Let's before we get into our disclose segment, let's look at. You wanted me to, um, he said, please bring this up. So I'm going to bring this up. Uh, where is it? Are we allowed to ask, this is from Jack Posobiec on Twitter. Are we allowed to ask why they scrambled jets for a private jet, but did nothing for a Chinese spy platform over our nuclear silos? Are we See, allowed to ask that? Why, you brought that up, and I totally forgot that. I, I would have forgot that, and we would have never mentioned it on the show. I'm glad you did. But that's how, like, you could be brainwashed and not even, like, think about it. You just, you're exhausted on this thing. You won't even make the connection that that Chinese spy balloon flew over. Just, like, the, the comparison. But, like, your, your brain is so exhausted from all the stories that have been happening that it just flies right over your head, does it not? I know. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is this thing from, I sent it to you as well, uh, from... Candace Owens on uh, Instagram yesterday. So I'm going to redo this uh, story here of hers that um, some, some things she posted. So, and it's a lot about what we do here in this podcast and about all of you out there that are talking about things and being active and um, embracing debate, getting the word out. Hosting that show five days a week and covering the news day in and day out is hard. It's waking up with the understanding that we are fighting a real satanic evil right now in our society 
and so many are completely unaware. Then I have to contend with the people who are fully aware but are too scared to speak up against it because going along with evil, staying quiet about evil, allows them to keep their job and or their platform. These are the people that quietly DM me and say, keep going. If we lose this country, it will in fact be because there were so many good men and women who sat back and said nothing. American death certificate will read cause of death, cowardice. Pretty soon, Hollywood, culture, and big tech will begin normalizing pedophilia and condemning those who speak out against it. We are inching ever closer with this trans agenda upon our children. And once again, good men and women will say and do nothing, leaving it up to a few good men and women who have courage. The courage to be disliked. The courage to have lies printed about them. The courage not to be invited to red carpet events. The courage not to make as much money as you might if you perpetuated lies. I've never cared about any of those things. Hate me. None of it means anything to me. I just want my children to grow up in a sane world. Joe, I thought about you when I read that because you've taken a lot of flack over the last couple of years for your stance and your outgoing, uh, you know, position on a lot of things. But if you don't do it, and not you directly, but you, as in all of you out there listening, then who else is going to? We can't let this world be overtaken by satanic, sick, evil people. That's all I have to say. I, I always got the same thing. People would tell me the same thing. You're never going to change anything. You're never going to change anything. Well, maybe not. That wasn't my point. The, the, the point was for me to get educated and, and to figure out myself and not depend on these talking heads in the media, whether it be from Fox News, CNN, whatever. And I feel like I'm smarter today than I was three years ago. More informed. So. Would agree. Okay, uh, let's go into our disclose segment, and then we are going to wrap this up. This might be – we have a couple things here we need to get into, Joe, that um, we just can't skip over today. So we'll work backwards over the last week. Uh, number one, we're going to lead off with this. CIA had intelligence of detailed Ukrainian plan to attack Nord Stream pipeline three months before it happened. Biden administration learned from a close ally that the Ukrainian military had planned a covert attack on the pipeline. Joe? What a shock. That, that is them just admitting it. They're admitting it without admitting it. You see? <laughs> My Lord. It, it's, like, it's like watching like a Chappelle show, like the, the Rick James. No, no, we, no, we didn't bomb the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Yeah, we had a plan to bomb the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Like, come on. Okay. Um... U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission is suing Coinbase, saying the crypto firm broke securities rules. This is just on the heels of them cracking down on Binance. When are they going to crack the U.S. dollar and the the outlandish (laughs) printing that just goes on every day? Of all the things they could could be cracking down on, they're going to go after Coinbase and Binance because this is an, an administration that's not very friendly with crypto. Yeah. So... Better times are ahead. The big world. And there are lots of people invested in this, and it's not going away. Uh, former U.S. intelligence officer claims a classified program has recovered UFO wreckage of non-human origin. Joe, I couldn't wait to talk about this. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on this? It just always amazes me how it always happens. We had the one in Brazil we covered a few episodes ago, but it always happens that... It... U.S. military bases or around U.S. military bases, 
and these stories always get released at a time where there's so much major other news that goes on. Uh, it's just, I'm suspect. I'm sorry. Not that I don't believe there's aliens or possibly, but not these. These aren't, these aren't it. This is some kind of, believe me, this is, this is some kind of technology that they probably have, some kind of aircraft they probably have. This is not an alien all of a sudden being discovered. So You have That's to think just, about it like this. I can't believe you're not more into this. This is, this is actually I, shocking to me. I'm into it, just not yet, because I know you'll know right away. Just fade whatever the news tells you. If, if little green men start coming out of ships and, and, people, and they get it on excellent camera with no shaking and the news is all of a sudden there's everything that's going on and it isn't confused and it's giving you a narrative, you know right away it's fake. It's going to happen. Talking about, but if we're talking about whistleblowers, Joe, this guy has become a whistleblower through all the proper channels. This is now a whistleblower. Joe, they've had this wreckage. They probably reverse engineered it by now. Think about the competition between countries and getting their hands on this kind of technology. That this would give them a leg up in defense capabilities, technology, aerospace. I mean, if they have this, which I do believe they do after hearing this, after hearing the uh, the Brazil incident, uh, Bob Lazar, who was, I don't know if he's been taken seriously or not. Um, he said that Netflix special out. I mean, think about the technology that these governments possess from, the, from these crashes. This was illegally withheld from Congress. Extremely, extremely covert information. I, I will say this. What, what is human history? Like 100,000 years or something? We've been on this planet. And then up and it took us what? We'll just say it took us 98,000 years to get to building pyramids and stuff. And then all of a sudden, there's just a giant leap in technology around the 1950s. So, could it be aliens? As, as What's the guy from ancient age? Could it be aliens? Yeah. Um, if it is, I mean, if it is, what does that, what does that say, though? The, the, the if, fact that they're able to hide it, the fact that they're able to hide it for so long if that is true, should scare the living daylights out of people because that means they're hiding so much other stuff. I mean, if Bob Lazar said, this sounds a lot like what Bob Lazar said on that Netflix show. I'm just saying, what does that say, though, about interstellar travel, about intelligence in the universe? Hey. I mean, think about it. What's the what is it the Fermi paradox or whatever? How is there never how's it, how's it possible? There's all these worlds and no other life out there. It is weird. It is very very weird. Um, I just I, I I don't know, man. It's just the timing. It, it always the timing of these stories always just surprises me. Um, I, I really want to be on board, but I just think for some reason our government is behind this. This I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. See, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree with you on that. Um, I just think that this is coming out in the news now. I don't think it has anything to do with really anything. And these people are coming forward with this information. Where where would the aliens be? They, they, obviously, they'd take them underground somewhere, Area 51. It's just, you could speculate at all time how long, I mean, how, the fact that we pay taxes to our government and this is all kept secret, and who knows what they could be using the technology, the super elites just on themselves, it's makes you angry, to say the least. Yeah. 
I can't believe though it's 2023 and this is actually mainstream UFOs and aliens. And I mean, no one's really batting an eye to this. People care, but like this isn't. I'm watching CNN. They're worried about the the the, the town hall with Mike Pence tonight. <laughs> Uh, U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission is suing crypto exchange Binance and its CEO, Chengpeng Zhou, on allegations of violating federal securities laws. One day before they sue uh, Coinbase. Uh, what's the difference between a shitcoin and the U.S. dollar? I mean, you could just you could just print more U.S. dollars whenever. It's it, it's right. a shitcoin too. World Health Organization will take up the EU system of digital vaccine passports to establish a global system that will help facilitate global mobility and protect citizens across the world from ongoing and future health threats. Not so, up in here. Uh, how, I, how I interpret this is that the next pandemic, you will need um, a, a vaccine passport to move, basically, to do anything. How how they were able to shelve this pandemic that ruined everyone's lives for three years and then are already preparing for a new one whenever I don't even know how we beat the last one is perplexing. Yeah. Jacinda Ardern was awarded Damehood, New New Zealand's second highest honor for leading the country through COVID. That's what you get when you when you're a show for the deep state. You get rewarded. You get those awards. Those are deep state show awards. The queen of the World Economic Forum. <laughs> this is great right populist party AFD is now on par with the SPD the largest party in the current left green liberal governing coalition in Germany in via built um, I think translation is that in about a year the right populist party here they call it AFD stands for something <laughs> is now just as popular as the left-wing movement in Germany. Interesting. Right-wing, right-wing movements in Germany have really not been, not yeah. been that popular the last 90, 80, 90 years. Deutsche Well claims the UK newspaper The Telegraph is spreading fake news regarding the World Health Organization's pandemic treaty. Um, what evidence do they provide? Well, the, the <laughs> says, no, the World Health Organization isn't trying to grab pandemic lockdown powers. Okay. But last time they, they had them powers, huh? Yeah. Uh, BlackRock CEO Larry Fink says you have to force behaviors in companies when it comes to gender and race and diversity and inclusion. The, that, I don't think he's making the point he thinks he's making. He's telling everyone we have to force this because people are not behind it. I mean, this is just straight up evil. Why are we World- forced to do so many things? Like we were forced to have this, we were forced to wear masks, we were forced to get a vaccine, and they were wrong about everything. Speaking of BlackRock, world's biggest asset managers, BlackRock and Vanguard, use their clout to promote agenda politics and companies. Sparking nationwide boycotts from customers. Okay. They keep. It's amazing the influence some of these companies have. Spend money to make money, man. You, you have all the money. And the, and the funny thing is, these BlackRock and Vanguard invest in these companies and are just getting 
taking a beating on the stock price when these companies go woke. What did I see something that Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch sales reps are going to start leaving the company because they're losing like $2,000 a month in, in commission and salary because of this boycott that there's no sign of it letting up. The documentary, what is a woman reaches over 100 million views on Twitter and counting. What reached over 100? You cut out. What reached over 100 million views? The documentary, what is a woman? Oh, 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 oh. I still got to watch that. Still have to watch. It says this one. Uh, I don't know. It says this program contains discussion of transgenderism, gender dysphoria, and gender reassignment surgery. Some viewers may find the content and imagery disturbing. Watch that. I know what a woman is. Yeah. Just, just out of curiosity, I'll watch it just to see how many other people don't know what a woman is. I might watch it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, meet, <laughs> meet logically, not thinking logically, meet logically, not to be confused with this podcast, the AI firm that can your social media post with a secret counter disinformation unit in the United Kingdom. Uh, Disclosed.tv was also attacked by Logically in January 2022 with a hit piece that is now being used to smear our company on Wikipedia. So there was an AI firm that was conducting state surveillance of social media posts for the counter disinformation unit in the United Kingdom. Wow. Okay. He's still alive. I'm still alive here. I'm just speechless. Logically, it got me a little bit nervous. Maybe we shouldn't even bring it up because we'll be looked yeah. into. And piggybacking off of that, a secret government counter-disinformation unit was set up in the United Kingdom to target those critical of lockdown and questioning the mass vaccination of children. It was all a conspiracy theory, though. Yeah, all a conspiracy. Let's give these people more power again for the next for the next pandemic, please. United States Navy takes down LGBTQ plus pride posts on Instagram and Twitter and removes the rainbow banner. I mean, the Navy has had issues for decades with gays and whatever sailors, but uh, in the Navy, it's very shocking that they, they, they went back. They, they were doing the memes. They were doing the memes whenever uh, we would attack him. The, the meme would be like, uh, Attacking a Middle East country when it was Trump in office versus Biden, and then the bombs that have like rainbow symbol on them. They're literally doing the memes. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, Trump, against the odds, the state of Israel was born, and now, more than seven decades later, Israel has not just survived, it has prospered as a blessing of Almighty God to the entire world. Who said that? Donald Trump. Okay, I was for a second. I thought you said Jim Cramer said that, and I about had a panic attack. <laughs> uh, YouTube reverses election misinformation policy, allows people to say there was fraud in the twenty twenty election. Joe, another big win for you. Yeah, I just you know what, I'm gonna actually go on YouTube, create an account, and just start start spewing misinformation. I guess. <laughs> I just I don't know what, what what it took three years. So like. Like now, is that going to be the narrative for all of 2024? Well, 2020 was stolen. We told you it was stolen. And then what happens for 2024 if Trump wins? Are they going to say it's uh, it, it's going to be a fun one the next the next 18 months? Uh, this next one I'm kind of worried about because I, I really enjoy me some uh, 
Irish butter. Ireland is reporting looking at plans to call around 200,000 dairy cows to meet its climate targets, Joe. What? what? Why? Kerrygold Irish butter. If you know, you know. Uh, Anthony Blinken, today many see Russia's military as the second strongest in Ukraine. No, dumbass. That's why we have uh, to F-16s and, and why they're blowing up their own dams. Yeah. <sighs> Was he referring to our military being the first strongest? I don't know. That's a good point. Maybe he is. U.S. unemployment rate rises to 3.7% in May. The economy added 339,000 jobs, according to official reports. However, household survey shows a decline of 310,000 jobs. Wait, 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 wait. So the unemployment rate went up, but more jobs were created. Yes. That would mean that unless illegal immigrants are coming across the borders and taking them jobs, which is probably happening, that would mean that number is just an outright lie. Right? Right. That's addition by subtraction. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. This this might be the longest episode ever, by the way. (laughs) China is drilling a 10,000-meter deep hole into the earth, breaking through 10 continental strata. Oh, we were always told as kids, dig to China. Now it's the other way around. Look at yeah. look, uh, three, two, two years of a Biden administration. Jamie Foxx left paralyzed and blind from blood clot in his brain after receiving mRNA injection source claims. Jamie had a blood clot in his brain after he got the shot. He did not want the shot, but the movie he was on, he was pressured to get it. Unquote. Amazing. This isn't on. Instead, instead of this being on CNN, it's they're, they're covering George Santos being ordered to reveal his bail co-signers. Yeah. None of this is about Jamie Foxx. Uh, there'll be a Pfizer commercial, though. Yeah, I think we talked about this last week. Biden falls at U.S. Air Force Academy graduation ceremony. And then he, and then he slammed his head off uh, Marine One. That's the helicopter. Coming back to the White House. I believe it was yesterday or two days ago. He smacked his head. Look it up. Coming yeah. right off Marine One, walking off. So. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about this as well. U.S. Senate votes to repeal Biden's $400 billion student loan handout. Yes, we talked about that. It was all just that, that was for votes. Yeah. Um, okay. Russia's Federal Security Service, the FSB, says U.S. National Security Agency, the NSA, can monitor persons of interest through backdoor vulnerabilities in Apple phones. Yeah, Russia. We say that. That's probably true. Yeah. I mean, Okay, yeah, we, we, we know that. I'm sure the CIA Thanks. and the FBI work hand-in-hand hand with Apple on this. Thanks for looking out for us, Russia, but we know our government's crooked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. We, I sent you some things yesterday, Joe, this. 10,000 photos from Hunter Biden's laptop will be made available to the public through a new website launching Thursday. The laptop from Hell Joe is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, honestly... I'm not even going to look at any of the photos because I feel like it's just like a honey trap to get you arrested for child porn. But I'm telling you, <laughs> honey pot. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there are crimes just with the naked pictures. Yeah, of course. Uh, OPEC has barred Reuters, Bloomberg, The Wall Street Journal, and Dow Jones from Vienna meeting this weekend. Um, so that was last weekend. This, this weekend, this happened. Uh, I think we saw Saudi Arabia is going to be cutting some oil production. Um, 
The United Arab Emirates Falcon 40B open source AI model, which outperforms Meta's Llama and Stable LM, is now free of royalties for commercial and research use. Joe, I'm telling you, I think the AI that's really out there that a lot of these governments possess is probably on a level that we probably can't comprehend. And it's kind of Correct. Scary. Correct. Probably yeah, about 20, 30 happens. years ahead of us. It's frightening, man, when you think about it. I'm, I'm being dead serious when I say this. It's scary to think that what AI is probably capable of. Capable of, uh, And it doesn't seem there's any slowdown of it. Like, it's just completely... It's like, a, like an episode of Westworld. If anyone watched Westworld on HBO, I think it was like season three or four, they had this giant AI thing that was controlling everything. And it's just, I'm like, is that where we're going? I mean, honestly. Um, militant transgender activists attacked the house of Germany's minister of justice, Marco Bushman. Mm. That's neat. Um, all right, we talked about the UFOs. Target diversity chief demands white women get to work to combat the supposed systemic racism in America. Okay. Good. Okay. <laughs> These headlines. Yeah. J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon says he may consider running for public office in the future. Uh, do it. So. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure that's what we're gonna love. With straight, yeah. A banker. A banker running the country. Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, that is it for Disclose. We went back uh, to the beginning of the month there with those headlines from across the world. And that was brought to you by our friends over at Solmona Imports. Joe, um, I'm going to wrap this marathon episode up. Before you do that, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, Enjoy the great weather out there, guys. Have a great week. Uh, Keep spreading the word. Get this out there to people uh, you know. This is a long fight. We are in for this fight. Um, This is going to be the next year and a half. We cannot let up. Um, This is a long way off. Our feet will be on the gas pedal from now until uh, election night. Election month, I guess we can call it, 2024. Joe. Okay, so this day in history, D-Day, June 6th, 1944. The day that the invasion of Normandy, Normandy to liberate Europe from literal Nazis began. Um, everyone knows the story of what happened on June 6th. Um, paratroopers um, jumped in the night before. Men stormed the beaches. But what most people don't know is how close we came to actually losing. Um, the reason? People don't understand the German Wehrmacht, the German war machine, was a way better war machine probably until late 1944 than most allied nations. Um, The only thing that the allies had for sure that was better, they had more manpower for sure, but they had better leadership. Um, Hitler, he was a maniac, sure, but he was also suffering from multiple health issues, Um, all kind of ailments, stuff that was just outright hidden from the German people. There's rumors he had cerebral palsy, cerebral palsy, maybe he had a stroke, he was on amphetamines, or just a total cocktail and drugs in general. The point is, Hitler's decision to not use the newly um, prototype Messerschmitt 262, it was the first jet airplane. 
and he chose to use it more as a bomber than a fighter aircraft whenever it was developed in April 1944, a few months before the invasion. Had they been used on the beaches or over the course of the Normandy invasion as fighter pilots or to take out bombers, we could have seen things end up a little bit different in June 1944. But the point I'm trying to make is, do you see what bad leadership cost the German people? I mean, it was Hitler's leadership that lost the network. What do we have sitting in the White House right now? And not just the White House, what kind of leadership do we have running this country? And it's just an open-ended question, fellas. Listeners, answer it for yourself. Um, I'm Joseph Corsi, the Podfather Mark. This has been Thinking Logically. Thanks for tuning in.